Hello and welcome back to the Flashbacks Podcast. This is episode 18. I'm pretty sure I've lost track of the episodes, to be particularly honest. They're all, oh, it's 19. Episode 19, I just looked. Usually I try and say stuff so I can uh, distract and look it up. So, not much news this week that I want to talk about just because Alex will be back next week and we have a lot to discuss then. So I think the big thing that I wanted to touch on was that one one division. Wow, look how old. No, nope, no, nope, not one division. It was not one division. Sadly, Black Widow released in theaters, and I was able to go see it along with a few friends. And Alex and I did talk for a few minutes on it, so his words were, "It, it was okay." So, it, it, and I thought it was. It was pretty good too honestly it was a pretty good movie i'm not going to do any spoilers or anything not real in-depth review just like kind of talk about it for a few minutes so it was really like chilling like you get you get goosebumps when you hear the marvel fanfare and it was especially like just you just felt it's just the feels you know when the marvel fanfare showed up on screen for the first time and over i think it's 16 months we haven't had any marvel movies and it was just awesome to be back in the theater with like other crazy people who just love Marvel, like cheering and like one guy was shot and I'm so excited. And like, I think that just ca- like encapsulated the moment and it was so bittersweet. It was awesome. I wish I could rewatch that with that same exact experience 10 times over. Cause it was just so cool. The actual movie itself. Was it worth the wait of like a year? The end credit was, and I'll talk about that in a minute. But the movie, it, it was a movie, you know. It was a bit different than most Marvel movies. I, I I think I've said this before, but there's, like, two types of Marvel movies. There's, like, Avengers, Iron Man, stuff like that. And there's Black Panther movies, I call them. Just, like, they're different types. And, like, Shang-Chi does fall into that Black Panther-type movie, I feel. This was, like, a Black Panther-type movie for me. It, it was just different and something really good, and I liked it. I didn't think I would have. it was worth the wait. I don't think it was worth the $30 on Premier Access. Although I, I think Premier Access is overpriced. I think $13 for a ticket is perfectly reasonable. But still, it's gl- I'm glad to see a new Marvel movie after so long. And we're only going up from here. And we even have Loki running. And as I was watching, it kind of just blew my mind to know that Loki is happening like right now. It, I'm like, this is just crazy to think that there's multiple Marvel things happening at once. It's just like kind of shocked me and i was like whoa really hit me that like damn there's multiple things going on that's crazy so that's that it was just really exciting to be back in the theater and then of course as soon as the movie ended great shot ending and i actually did see something on twitter so the first ever shot we have of black widow is her walking towards the camera and then the final shot we ever have is her walking away from the camera kind of just nice bookends and the one other thing I wanted to comment on was the post credit scene. The post credit scene was absolutely crazy. And it just revealed the entire plot for the Hawkeye TV show that's happening. So it's nice to finally know what that's about. And yeah, that's all I really have to say. That's the only news I wanted to touch on. So we're going to move into our second part of the podcast, which is an interview. Uh, our next Flash Chats. So enjoy that. And we will see you next week back with Alex and normally scheduled flashbacks. Enjoy the flash chats welcome to the second part of the flashbacks podcast so last week we were with cat and we talked about nintendo and then it turned into nostalgia 
And this week, we're going to do Star Wars. And Star Wars is more, like, way vaster, I'd say, than Nintendo. So I don't think we're going to be able to... We're going to have time to get off topic. But I'm super excited because I don't think I've just, like, randomly talked about Star Wars before with anyone. So I think it's going to be fun to just have no idea what the hell to do and just kind of talk about it and enjoy so this week's guest is oj say hi oj hi you want to introduce yourself before we go uh yeah all right so uh i'm oj or omar is my real name um i stream on twitch every now and then uh i'm a computer programmer i've been making like uh spigot plugins uh minecraft uh data packs and just a few uh i have a discord bot too that i've been working on a lot and uh, I've been a Star Wars fan for like quite a while now, for most of my life. So yeah, this is exciting for me. So there's one thing you should know is that I am more of a Star Trek fan than I am Star Wars fan. All right, fair Star- enough. I've never even watched Star Trek to be honest. You freaking like Star Trek or Star, Star and it, no, Wars? No, no, like, no. One no, only that. It wasn't like because I was avoiding it or anything. I just never got into it. Like I never went more than just like the references you'd get in like other TV shows. Yeah, Alex, like, refuses to watch it. So if you, like, are open to watching it, then you're good in my books. Yeah, yeah I am open to watching okay, it. Okay, then you're then you're good. We can continue with the podcast. <laughs> the most I've gotten into it was, like, when I was, like, four or five, one of my cousins had a Star Trek game on their, like, Nintendo 64. Oh, my God. So yeah. I, f- I figured we'd start by, like, I, I can go first. And I kind of just wanted to, like, talk about how we first got into Star Wars. And my story uh, yeah. is very strange. So I can, like, I was, it was, like, I was six or seven, and, like, I had my original MacBook Pro, like, the super thick one with, like, the CD drive Oh, yeah, and I remember everything. those. And my brother loaded all the Star Wars movies onto him, onto it, oh, but I never watched cool. it. Like, and finally, one day, we had no power, and I'm, like, in the basement with my brother, and he's, like, oh, he's, like, let's watch Star, let's watch Star Wars on your computer. I'm like, okay, oh, and crazy. we watched A New Hope, and then I was like, oh, this is really quirky, and he's like, oh, he's like, quirky, it's cool, so then we watched the other two, and then we watched the other three, the so the first three I'm talking about, and then it was kind of like, a week later, I rewatched all of them again, and then like, I think a month later, I rewatched them all again and just like started the cycle of, of madness, except I started playing around with, how, ooh, how should I watch these? So I think by now I've watched every Star Wars movie in every in like every combination oh possible. Yeah, I Holy, started. With, I only watched yeah. it in. I only watched it in like the release order and then the uh, chronological. chronological order. Yeah, I think my favorite order. Like I'm only talking about the first six, by the way. But it was like, it was like two, yeah. seven, one, three, and then four and five, or six, not seven. It's the strangest order, but, like, I don't know why I just like it. It's totally messed yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Probably... That's so weird. Like, I've never heard anyone do that order. Like, I remember that that one order where it's, like, um, five, six, one, two, three, and then seven. Yeah, I've seen that. I don't know. I've never I just heard watched, yours, I just watched them all in weird orders. Like, so I'm just strange like that, but that's how I got into Star Wars. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, For me, it was, I think, like, I think around episode three came out. Uh, one of my my older brother, he basically introduced me to it, and we watched it like at home. And then, like from then on, um, I remember watching all the movies. And then we had a Game Boy game, the original trilogy, uh, Star Wars game. 
and I played that a lot. So that's how I got into that's I became a prequel fan just because or not a prequel uh, the original trilogy fan be, just because of that game. Really? Yeah. I uh, yeah I for games I played religiously Lego Star Wars: The Complete Saga. Yeah, that's... but admittedly, I never watched the Clone Wars until like last year during quarantine. Really? Yeah. So I don't know why. Clone Wars. I watched it four or five years ago on Netflix when it like came all out on Netflix and there was like a season uh, six lost episodes on Netflix. Yeah. I watched it all for the first time. Like, holy crap, this is better than actual star Wars. It's yeah, no, animation. It does so much wonders to it. Yeah, it really does. And like, I just loved Clone Wars and I, and then they came out with, then Clone Wars ended. I was so sad and I, and then I was like, oh, maybe I should watch Rebels, but I never got around to it because they changed the art style ever so yeah. slightly. And I, I was immediately yeah. turned off to Rebels. Yeah, me too. I watched one episode. I'm like, uh, there's some that doesn't sit right with me. This art style doesn't sit right in my like in my gut. So I'm like, yeah. I'm not watching it. And then Resistance, I heard, is just trash. So I think nothing will, beat Clone, nothing will beat Clone Wars, I don't think. Yeah, no, Clone Wars was like the absolute top of star wars um for me uh but like when i uh so i never so i had only watched the movies and then i didn't i like watched the sequels are we talking about the sequels we could talk about anything all right um i watched the sequels like in like broken uh up like i'd watch like clips of it and then at some points i'd watch like the first half or something just out of boredom and then i'd get too bored of it and skip off but then so during quarantine, I ended up watching the entire thing in chronological order. So, Wait, so you had never watched, like, you didn't go to the theaters to see them. No, I did. I went for episode. I think I went for episode seven. Um, but like, I think me and my friends, a bunch of my friends, like, dipped on it. So then I ended up having to like follow them. So I never got to watch the full thing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I I remember seeing like things for it. I'm like, oh, this is so not true. And I just didn't read into it. I was like, I didn't even like look it up, watch trailers or anything. So at my school, like our our like cafeteria staff, or like my old school, they our cafeteria staff does fun things. They did like a Star Wars, like because it was around the t- Star Wars yeah. was about to be released. Force Awakens was about to be released, and so they yeah. did like where they dressed up as characters, and someone was like Kylo Ren. I'm like, who the hell's this freaking character? I had no clue who any of them were until i went because i hadn't watched like any trailers at all when yeah. i went to go see force awakens and, and then i was like and i was like oh it's not too too bad and then we know what happened with the rest of them but yeah it just got progressively worse yeah it's embarrassing I, yeah if we're, if we're talking about that i think what turned me off was when they had leia floating in space i'm like okay yeah that one just didn't make sense the to force me. can do wonders but it can't do that wonder i'm sorry yeah Fisher, but yeah no it feels like they just reimagined the entire thing to whatever they needed to like fit that story or wherever that setting was oh most certainly i i think it was like problems with like they didn't have the same director yeah albeit as crappy as george lucas of a director was like for the first three they made sense yeah they made well together like people just don't like him because of freaking jar jar but like they they they're pretty good and like because you have consistency so i think that was the problem i mean people can like quote me on other stuff but 
I will take that to my grave. Is that was the issue? Is J.J. Abrams didn't yeah did he didn't direct the second one? He gave it to Ryan Johnson, who screwed it up, and then J.J. Abrams was just like, "What the hell am I gonna do now?" And for the third one, he's like, "Oh, okay, good enough." Yeah, they completely confused themselves during the movies. Yeah, it was terrible. But well, um, have you ever gone into? Oh, sorry, if I'm changing no, the no, topic. Go ahead. Go ahead. Have you ever gone into uh, Star Wars Legends? Like, the Legends comics, like, before Disney bought out uh, Lucasfilm, when there was, like, a bunch of, basically, fan canon uh, stories, I'm not, and it all became part of Legends. I'm not much of a reader, so I, I know of some big ones, like, but I've always wanted to, but, like, I feel like this is the problem I have with Marvel comics, too, is, like, where do you start? Like, there's so yeah, yeah. much. It's, like, so dense. It's, like, where do you even begin to try and get into that? Yeah, um, I've only read, like, quite a few. Like, just, the, like, two or three. I haven't gotten too much into it because, it, like, like you said, it's really hard to find a good place to start. But, I mean, it's really interesting. And then I think, I think the reason a lot of the new Star Wars, even the good ones, like, Mandalorian got a lot of hate because people were upset that it wasn't the same thing as Legends. And I never understood Legends too much, so so I was like wondering if anyone else like knew about it. Yeah, I I like how they have such like a deep base that pe- like other people want to create stuff, and I think yeah. they pull from it too. Like, I they use it as like a breeding grounds for ideas, and I I like I really like that because it gives tons of people like the opportunity to take their spin on Star Wars. And if it flops, then, oh, well, nothing happens. But if it does well, then, like, Lucasfilm can incorporate yeah. it and, like, do wonders with it. And I think they've done that in a few instances, and which, yeah, is really, but... which is really cool. That, like, yeah, I think not, it's really cool. It's not closed, exactly. Because, yeah. like, Marvel and the MCU is, like, I feel like closed. Whereas there's no room for, like, what can happen because it's yeah. all Marvel stuff. It's Marvel authors and everything. And, like, yeah. So it's cool that Star Wars allow, allows other people's creative input. I think it's really interesting. It's really, it's really good. But then, I don't know. It's it's not like official part of canon anymore. And I kind of wish that they would um, take more inspiration for, or d- like the new Star Wars would take more inspiration from it because there are some pretty good stories in there. And like from what we got, I can understand like a lot of the original Star Wars fans like their like anger towards it when there was so much good material to just take from. Yeah, exactly. And I think they're branching out a lot. Um, yeah. I'm try- so I'm trying to find the name of something before I, t- before I talk. <laughs> uh, here it is. I got it. So um, I'm trying to remember the name of a planet while I talk, make my point. But yeah. so they're branching out, like, I feel in different, like, mediums. Like, I think gaming is becoming bigger, like, re- in Star Wars lore at least. And the most yeah. recent episode, like, not most recent, but one of the most recent episodes of Bad Batch, they mentioned uh, they were actually on Bracca. Yeah. Bracca was, yeah, was from Fallen Order. And Fallen like, Order. I, I was like, oh, my jaw dropped. And I had to pause it while I was watching and be like, oh, That's my really God, cool. they totally just made Fallen Order canon. I didn't know if it was canon or not, but it totally was now. And I just thought it was so cool that it's really exciting yeah you can even like play in it and even like what's cool is galaxy's edge at disney world and disneyland is canon it's so cool and some people hate disney 
for buying Lucasfilm and like doing stuff to Star Wars. But at the same time, like, look at what they've done. They've made some a place you can physically go be canon. You can physically immerse yourself yeah. in Star Wars. Like, how cool is that? Disney really allowed Star Wars to become more like interactive and you can experience it like firsthand rather than just only in movies. And I feel like that's gonna be the future. Is like you're gonna like you have the movies, then you have the games, and you have like the real world like experience where you can go and see it, and like it's just so cool, and it all works together. And I know this, we're, I'm not gonna talk about Marvel for a second, but like Avengers Campus, they literally change the like the characters who are there based on the movies and TV shows. Yeah, it's how really insane cool. is that? They can totally do that for Star Wars too. It's so crazy cool and like. I think that's where the like future of Star Wars is going to be is like not just movies because a lot of people still see Star Wars as just movies, but I see it as like this. It's a whole experience. Yeah, I see it as this whole like genre of stuff. It's like the universe. It's not just it's not just a movie franchise. It's a it's a universe that like is bigger than a movie and bigger than what George Lucas had originally envisioned. I feel. Yeah, that's, you're pretty right. I like that. It's. It's really a, it's a lot to do, so it's like you you can't get bored of it. You can't get bored of it. No, because you can always just find something else to do. Exactly. And I like the TV shows are just something something else, and they draw in a whole different range of people. For example, like my parents aren't too big in Star Wars. They're like, yeah, it's cool, but they're like, yeah, it, it, it's all right. Yeah, I guess it's cool. But then they watch The Mandalorian, and like ate it up for breakfast and couldn't get enough. Exactly, because Mandalorian is so good. They counted down the days for season two. I'm like, do you understand half the lore, like, the, like <laughs> subtle stuff? Like, we don't need to. That's that's what's amazing. And I think that's what they wanted to do, like Disney. It's like... They Stories are great. Like, yeah, like, Disney's, I think, figured it out. They're like, okay, so here's a story. It's sto- The story is self-contained. You don't need to understand anything else to get the story. But we're going to put in all this stuff for fan service to make our true fans happy. So that way we appeal to new people, people who have known Star Wars but don't really get into it and just want to see a cool story. And then, like, the diehard fans who are like, we must get Jar Jar, Darth Jar Jar. Darth Jar Jar. Those psycho people. Like, Uh. everyone has something, and it's amazing. That's what I like about the new Star Wars, I'm ca- I call it the yeah. new Star Wars, is that, like, like my parents can enjoy it, and they love Mandalorian. I'm so happy they do, too, because it's one of the best TV shows ever. Yeah, it's really great. It's been, oh, it's been a long ride, and I'm excited for season three to come out. Yeah, let, we can talk about the Mandalorian. So what were your original thoughts for the show? Um, I was definitely interested, but a little hesitant, just because, you know, I was coming right off sequels, and but I was I did think it would be good because the producers are John Favreau and David Filoni, who are like two great producers. Dave Filoni did the Clone Wars and John Favreau all the MCU stuff. Yeah. So I was excited. Um, I was I didn't watch the I didn't watch it like when it premiered. I waited like till episode three I think that came out and then I started watching it. So that was probably smart. Yeah. And. It was really worth it though, because it was it was great to watch all three episodes back to back. They were all amazing. Yeah, I saw the trailer. I'm like, ooh, this is gonna be good. 
And then when Disney Plus finally came out, like Alex and I had been hyping ourselves up. And then the morning Disney Plus came out at 7 a.m., Alex and I are sitting side by side, refreshing, trying to get on. We finally get on, and we're like, okay, should we watch The Mandalorian with our 30 minutes left in this hour-long episode? And we (laughs) saw it right there. We were dying. We had no clue what the hell it was going to be about. We just knew that it was Star Wars and... And it was John Favreau. John Favreau's awesome, and that's all we really knew. And we're like, okay, should we do it? And then I'm like, no, no, we shouldn't. So he, we decided to split up. And I watched um, the world according to Jeff Goldblum, and he watched. I I know, you can laugh. Watched <laughs> High School Musical, the musical, the series. Oh my god, that's great. But I was, and then when as soon as I got home, we watched it, and I was like, holy crap. It, this is so it good. It was amazing. It's just, I don't even know what about it's good anymore. I don't even know. I just know it's good. It's I just, just a ex- good story. I just expect it to be good. And I was kind of upset in second season when the the filler episode with the fish lady. And I was like, oh, yeah. a, I'm like, yeah. it's a good episode, but it doesn't further the plot. So I was a bit upset and nervous. I'm like, oh, crap. Did they over? Because I've seen it before where they overdo see us first season and like make it too good yeah because then they can't like one-up themselves but yeah, so they just take yeah. like the little, little filler episodes to spend more budget on the rest episode on the rest of the episodes like they spent a lot of budget on that final episode oh so that's I probably bet. why they had to do like one not so uh like big episode like big action episode which finale do you like better season season one's ending or season two's ending i have to say season two luke was in it really? it was it was amazing and i i really liked the uh the book of boba fett teaser like that was great oh well besides that like story-wise yeah no but the story was it was great like um it shows that the signal got out right which and everyone was already everyone was theorizing like oh who's gonna come uh save them like so so many people thought that it was going to be Caleb or Cal. What was his name? I totally forgot from Jedi Fallen Order. Cal Kestis? Yeah, Cal Kestis. Yeah. Wait, so many really? People thought, people be, thought yeah, that? Yeah. And then people thought it would be Ezra from uh, Star Wars Rebels. Uh, of course, everyone thought it was going to be Luke. Uh, there were so many fan theories, I remember. There was deep, like four deep or five. Down, I was hoping it'd be Darth Maul. Oh, that would have been really good too if a Sith came along. Yeah, just deep, deep down, I'm and and like he he has a red lightsaber and um Mando's yeah, just, but Mando's Darth just dead at that point. Was he? Yeah, because no. he died in Rebels. He died in Rebels, which was before the original trilogy. I thought it was after. No. Oh. Before. Well, if he was or if he was alive or, or just some Sith, I guess. Yeah, some Sith. But like, and then Mando's just like, oh, are you a Jedi? And the Sith's like. Uh yes, give me the child. <laughs> yeah, it's like I am Jedi. Don't look at my red lightsaber. But f- for me, plot wise, I think season two was really cool. I liked the ending, and I'm interested to see where it like continues. It really expanded the world. But like shot wise, like like Pacific like shots, like picture shots. My favorite has to be season one's ending, where the stormtroopers are lined up outside the bar with um john carlo esposito um how do i forget his name what's his name grin or moff Moff gideon moff gideon moff gideon yeah i just know because we call him john carlo yeah like he he deserves an emmy or oscar or whatever but um we i like i just love the shot of him 
what two shots one with him coming out and like in the of the tie fighter with all the stormtroopers and the second one of yeah. him coming out of the crashed like uh crashed tie fighter with the dark saber dark saber so, so i don't know i think i like season one better because those shots to me are just like so powerful and so cool that i can't get yeah past they're it. absolutely amazing but season two did introduce a lot of really interesting stuff like the new republic because i don't think we'd ever really seen it much before yeah, we definitely got to see a lot more of like what happened immediately after the original trilogy. Yeah, because it's like, okay, we're done now. Like, hooray, we saved the world. But then what? Yeah. And it's like, now what? And I think that, f at least for Star Wars, TV shows right now are doing way better than the movies. Definitely, and I definitely think that's are. why they're not like rushing to do movies is because the TV shows are doing so well. Exactly, because they're doing better than movies. Yeah, they have more time to explain the stories out, and they can do more complicated things. Whereas, if you were do it, in t if you were to do it in a movie, it would be like really compact and wouldn't make a lot of sense, or you'd have to dumb it down a lot. Would you rather get like three movies in a row, or like a TV series? I definitely get a TV series. Yeah, I I tend I tend to agree. Just because I think people can relate more, and also like from like a revenue standpoint, the, isn't it better? Because it is better. Instead, instead of having someone come for to sit down for two hours and pay thirteen bucks, you can stretch it over three months and get like ten dollars times three thirty bucks. But people will just stay subscribed on Disney Plus. Exactly. Like you'll get a lot more revenue, and you have uh. A lot more toys that you can sell out of it because as you introduce more characters and more exactly. things, you can sell more toys for them. You know how much money they probably made off of Baby Yoda? It's like not even funny. Dude, they make insane money. Yeah, and I think that's why the, these episodes are insane. Like, I think they're $20 million like per episode, which is just insane. Holy, that's, that's like, that's like 10 people's entire life savings right there i know the cheapest of the like disney does not spare expense the cheapest um wandavision episode was 26 million dollars what the, that that's the, insane that was the cheapest yeah they they have their money yeah disney i think is like oh let's just spend money and then they make billions off of it they're like oh 26 million dollars no biggie we just we just made a billion dollars off of mandalorian and I don't no think it's the me. Disney Plus sales. I think it's like you write the merchandising. It's, it's like definitely the merchandising. I'm looking right Toys next to have me. always made the most. I'm looking right money. next to me. I have a baby Yoda like well, I have like a freaking baby Yoda blanket. From oh Disney. My God. Like I how many people nice. have bought this exact blanket? It's so funny. So that's the that's, that's, that's the real reason why Disney bought this probably like and made made such a cute little tiny baby Yoda. Because like, oh, we can and that sell baby it. Yoda gets them a lot of money. But uh, yeah, no, it's yeah. definitely helped Star Wars too. Like, it's helped just expand the amount of things that you can have in an episode and what you can see in live action. And it allows like for more creative expression as well, because the one thing that was cool that the Mandalorian did is every episode was directed by like a different director mostly. Yeah, and they managed to all make a great story. Yeah, like you had. You had John Favreau overseeing like the general thing, but then the each director got to like take their own spin, and like you can totally see the different 
of directing styles like different stories in each episode that like all connect it's just so cool like i love like all the different ones like you had and you had a prison break and then you had killing a giant like sandworm and like both are different and the like they both sound kind of boring it's the, constantly surprising but the you. directors like do such a good job and i think that's because they can do what they like enjoy it's like here's like the mandalorian story figure out how to put these pieces in it but otherwise do whatever the hell you want and yeah it's really great i don't think you have the luxury of doing that in a movie because the movie like doesn't have time to do that you have to like keep the plot going because it's, it's too yeah hours. you can't like, you, you can't basically lose people's interest otherwise you're done for the rest of the movie yeah whereas this is like you have like hour-long mini movies in each like every week that you can sort of play around with and say like all right here's the like parts you need here's the here's what you need to get to, to episode you're directing episode three here's what you need to get to episode four like you need to sprinkle these in but do whatever the hell you want basically and like it yeah. just opens like and like we were talking about earlier of like how like star wars like breeds like different type like people to like like inclusivity like that's like the mother load of it i think remember the like one of the episodes this season was directed by remember the spy kids movies yeah the one of the direct the director for that directed a couple episodes wait really yeah uh, something rodriguez was his name um trying to get his name uh robert rodriguez robert rodriguez yeah he directed let me see which episodes he did. He did the tra the tragedy, and he did one other one. The tragedy was episode six, where they tried to they where they t tried to make contact at the temple and they met with Boba. Oh yeah. He directed that one. Oh, that was a really good episode. I know the Spy Kids guy. Spy Kids. <laughs> the sp Spy Kids, like one of the, the worst movies ever. Great. I thought it was so that movie so bad, but like it's so cool to I see mean, these different people branching out. Yeah, no, it's great. You get to see so many different people's uh, versions of the story, and like their own take on it. I know. So let's let's talk about let's, the future of Star Wars. So, um, have you uh, seen the trailer for Star Wars Visions? Yes, I want to talk about that. I just saw yeah. the trailer for Visions a few days ago. It was when it came out, right? Yeah. Not to date ourselves on the podcast, but um Ah, <laughs> uh, you go you, you talk about it first. What do you like about it? What do you I'm like really okay, I'm really interested in the fact that we're gonna see a lot like just stories completely unrelated to any of what we've seen before. So this isn't canon, right? No, it is canon. Really? Yes, it's all canon. Oh. Yeah. So um basically these are just it's an anthology of stories where they just happen i think what they're saying is completely in the past is happening like very far into the past um because i don't think they're going to go any more into the future yet or as of now but it's just completely random stories unrelated to each other unrelated to anything that we've seen before they just yeah so it's uh ed all the studios that are making episodes, they have complete creative freedom over what to do as long as it doesn't affect what's already been done and it doesn't like answer any questions for anyone. It just, they're their own stories. You can, they, 
they are canon, but they are probably never going to be like referenced outside of Star Wars Visions. Like they won't that, be probably. Yeah, that's interesting. Actually, the when I first saw they were doing a Star Wars anime, I'm like, oh god, oh no, because I was worried that they were going to do like. For me, like when I think of anime, I think of Jap like Japan, Japanese anime, and yeah. stuff like that. And I was worried that they were gonna like do like a hodgepodge sort of thing and do like an American Americanized version of it. But when I like, I'm not a too big of a fan of anime, so I wasn't really in too like excited for it. Yeah, but no, I was at least glad that they were going with like Japanese studios because like they actually like yeah, so you get like yeah, it's authentic. Stories. It's not like Americanized or whatever. It's like authentic and real sort of and it's interesting to see how their disney decided to branch out and like yeah it's really different new mediums disney has never done anything anime related yeah it's very now it's going there very it's very strange but i when i watched the trailer i'm like okay it's 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 interesting like i i'll watch it i'll definitely watch it and i i don't know if i'll like enjoy it or you don't not. know if you'll love it or not but i mean it's definitely worth a watch it's because it's happening yeah it's happening it's worth a watch but uh, i'm really excited for that and then uh the obi-wan kenobi series is i think we're gonna get a trailer soon before the end of summer i am hopefully. hoping so too they've I'm been hoping so they've been filming i know they've been making a ruckus like there's yeah one of their filming locations like the town neighboring it or whatever is like so pissed off at them and like well like poor ewan mcgregor like can't honestly he's just doing his poor job guy. he's just trying to play obi-wan he's trying to just say hello <laughs> there like i am so excited for that show yeah i'm really excited and when i saw um, hayden christensen was gonna be in i was like oh oh my god what are really they gonna good. do um, i'm so I'm gonna have to theater scenes <sighs> the only annoying thing with like these shows is you don't know what's gonna happen like yeah. I don't even know what the Obi Wan show is about. It's just like Obi Wan. His time around. while he's watching over Luke, like in between. Yeah, the, but like, what's it about? Episode three and four. It's just his adventures, because according to them, they he he didn't only stay on Tatooine the whole time. He had his own adventures during that like whatever time period you want to call it. Yeah, in between like, the Disney, prequels and they leave us trilogy. so out of the dark, but give us just enough of a glimpse to be like. Yeah. There you go. Here's here's to wet your tongue now. They explain it like, in the very like, yeah, it's like least telling way. It's like Ewan McGregor returns as Obi Wan Kenobi in this brand new show that's taking place after this date. And it's like great. So we got that Ewan McGregor is back and he's playing Kenobi and it's called Kenobi and he's kind of frolicking around. What else? Yeah. Well, and like, they're like, what else? well, what? wait to find out. He <laughs> he. It's painful, but I mean, yeah, it's worth it. it. It's good. I, I mean, I can't complain. We've gotten more information. We've gotten more yeah. information than the uh, the High Republic trilogy. Yeah, or even it's Ryan nice. Johnson's thing, whatever, <laughs> whatever he's doing. I don't know what's going on there. I am so shocked they gave him his own trilogy after like his his just debacle. That's what I'm. Yeah, calling I was it. so confused why they did that. Like, I have hope. So I've said this before. I think that he was stuck because he had he had to work within someone else's vision, and it didn't go well. So I'm hoping because he also does Knives Out. Knives Out was was awesome. So I'm hoping that since he has full creative control and can do whatever the hell he wants, I'm hoping he really shines here and 
does makes like such an amazing thing that people will have to like it because it's so good. Yeah. Just because it's all of his own design. Yeah, he doesn't have to follow anyone else's like story or like a certain set of rules or anything. So, I think he'll be able to finally like make a good movie out of Star Wars. Let's hope. So they're like Star Wars. They're like branching. I think they're focusing right now more on TV because there's a lot of new TV shows. And like they announced like movies, yeah, but like I don't even think they, they have announced to, like, like twenty seven TV shows or something. Yeah, I don't think they really have dates. So like Bad Batch is currently going. Bad Batch, what are your thoughts so far? Bad Batch is pretty good. It's like a it's a really good watch. It reminds me of Clone Wars. It brings a very much new story. I do. I am a little not upset, but um, the entirety of okay. So Clone Wars is about um uh. Jedi Ma- or Jedi Knight Anakin uh, raising Jedi Padawan Ahsoka, right? Mandalorian is about Mandalorian raising Baby Yoda. And then in Bad Batch, it's kind of the same theme. And I am kind of bored of that same theme that you're just like, you have an, you have a kid and then you have the adult basically raising him. Yeah. It's kind of but they twist it. They have oh like four adults. Yeah, but, you know, it's still the same sort of story. And I'm not, a, I'm not like, like, completely annoyed that i don't want to watch it like i still do very much enjoy the stories i do wish that we did have a little you know break away from that but yeah i had either way, way it's still a great story i'm really have you you're up to date right i haven't watched the. i haven't watched last week's episode i need to do that okay well you need to watch that and then i because i'm not i don't remember what episode the spoiler is from so i don't want to say it um but i'm liking what they're doing with omega now and, oh, uh, I like yeah. I just can't stand Omega's voice. She's like, and I can't Omega. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Omega. So it's Hunter. not Echo. It's Eco Tico Hunter vibes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I hate it. I can't stand it. I'm like, I'm like I think Teak. I'm like, what the hell? You're saying Teak? Like the Teak a boat? <laughs> like God, the so voice awkward. is so obnoxious. And like the first thing when she's like, "What's your name again?" She's like, Omega. I'm like, Ugh. Omega. I'm like, oh god, it's like an amoeba. <laughs> it's I terrible, but I can't stand her name. Oh. At least we understand why she's. We we find out why she's super important, and I like what the I like the reason why. It's a really good reason why. Oh yeah, I think I know what you're talking. I think I know what you're talking about. It's that she's um, she's like one of the only other original. Yeah, Boba she's a pure DNA. clone. Which I don't yeah. fully get the whole cloning thing. I don't think it's like, I think so, it's like hodgepodge science because no, no. I, I, so um, so Boba and Omega are completely like unaltered clones, but all the rest of the clones they have like the biochip in them that makes them like less aggressive, and they have uh the two times in or age uh rate. Uh, okay, so they so age the, faster. Yeah. So it's not that the DNA is degrading; it's just that no. they. It's no, just... so they did. They they were losing, um, uh, and they had no more uh, DNA from Django Fett, but uh, Omega was their first successful attempt at basically recreating his DNA, and so that they could make more clones. Yeah, so that's why she's so important because she's mo- she's yeah fresh Django. Yeah, <laughs> like she's just like that's all. That's they all need they need her to make more yeah. clones. It's the only reason they care about her. I am just so glad we get to see more of Kamino because I love yeah. like I, Kamino Attack always the, interested me. Attack of the Clones is my favorite just because of Kamino and like 
I always thought that they could do a television show just about like keeping up with the Kaminoans or whatever. <laughs> just like, oh, generator, like, oh, clone bay one's like malfunctioning today. Oh, well, train. I'd love to that see how they get trained. I think it'd just be cool to see, but I we're getting some like hints of it, which is very cool. And in last week's episode, they showed us like that Camino had more facilities than just the one on uh the Camino ones had more facilities than just the one on Camino, which was really cool. Yeah. Like the it's that derelict really one with those gross like that thing things whatever things those were in that vat it's really cool that like you're starting to see cloning a lot more than just in camino because like there were like we've heard of the fact that camino camino wasn't the only place that clones cloning happened but we've never actually seen anywhere else have it so the fact that we're also seeing yeah we've seen a mandalorian with the uh with the lab the imperial lab and i think uh well, I'm not going to count uh, Palpatine's thingy, but there yeah. was somewhere else. In it's... in the Bad Batch, we saw clones. Oh, yeah, we saw clones being created. We did? I think. I'll have to, I'm go, pretty back. Sure. I'll have to go back and look, but yeah, I definitely would not count yeah. Palpatine's Snokes. Those were weird. I don't understand that. It makes yeah, no sense. Yeah, could have made like a full, non-gross-looking face? I mean, is that Honestly. all he can do? Because, like, I know he has a freaking disgusting face, but doesn't mean his clones have to have one. Exactly. And I don't, this is so random and off-topic. We'll get back to, like, future Star Wars in a minute, but, like, that just made me remind me of Robot Chicken Star Wars. And it's just, Robot like, Chicken Star Wars is the yeah, best. And it's, like, the scene where he's, like, Mace is doing it, and he pushes him off. And he's like, oh, look at my face. Think it's horrible. He's like, Anakin, hey, couldn't you push him off a bit, a bit sooner so I could lose some of the wrinkles? <laughs> my God. Oh, it's it's so oh god it's, it's so, so funny. funny or the uh, this is my last one off reference but the one where he palpatine's waiting for the elevator and it's like a bun and his like stormtrooper closes it and he's like and he's like oh hold the elevator and he's like and it's like what's your what's your or he's trying to close his door and palpatine's like what's your serial number and the stormtrooper's like one one two eat my ass <laughs> Oh, and I then, remember that. And then he tries to catch, and then like there's another elevator. It's like full of like I think it, it, it looked like Mon Calamari, but it wasn't. It was like another fish race. Yeah. And he's like, oh, they're like, oh, come on in, squeeze in. There's plenty of room. He's like, no, nah, get Palpatine's like, nah, I'll get the next one. And then like, why not? Plenty of room. He's like, because I want my stupid robes to smell a fucking <laughs> fillet of fish. <laughs> oh, funny. So funny. But if you haven't seen Robot Chicken, anyone who's listening, go see Robot yeah, Chicken Star Wars. But Back to the Future. I think Bad Batch like satisfies my yeah. Clone Wars. This is what it does for me, and I hope they continue. Because I yeah, I hope they have more seasons. And it's like fairly easy to do too, because it's just animation. It's not like live action. Yeah. It's like go places. Yeah, they definitely have more uh, variety that they can do with animation too. What to are explore your a lot more? What are your thoughts on Andor? I'm excited because George Lucas is working on it directly. Yes, he is. I know. Yeah. So, um, for me, that satisfies the, we get to see what the original creator, what kind of story that he wants to make in the modern day Star Wars. Mm. And I'm really glad that they're doing it because it shows that Disney does have respect, somewhat respect for the original um, creator and story because a lot of people and I 
somewhat believe that they kind of just decided to say, you know, a big F you to George Lucas when it came to the sequels because they disrespected because yeah, they kind of disrespected the series with it. Yeah. But then they fixed it. Yeah. So I think, and you, you can say if, uh, if you think otherwise, but for me, rogue one is the best star Wars period. I understand why you say that, and I I don't uh, 100% agree, but I see why it's up there. I think it's just Star Wars period for me. It's so good. It's perfect. It's something we didn't need, but now is epic. And I have so much respect for them killing off the characters at the end. Jin yeah. and Cassian needed to die. Because it's part of the canon. And I am so glad they ended it exactly where they did. It was so well done. It's not even funny how much thought was put into the end of the movie. And making sure it nestles right into that little part of of Star Wars lore. And they just do so much in so little time. It's, It's perfect. It's it's absolutely perfect. I just oh, it's, it's so great. good. It's great. I I I know exactly what you're saying. Like I get it 100%. And Ben Mendelsohn who plays uh director Krennic like is he just does such a good job and I think he deserves more Star Wars role. We need to see more Krennic. Yeah. Krennic, I'd like to see in more places. I'm hoping sure. he shows up in in Andor. I don't have my hopes high. Because I'm not too sure about that if he does. Because I don't think so. It's a bit rough. There, there's a possibility he could. I'm keeping my hopes up, but not. Depends like... on how involved they want to make that show with the higher up of their empire instead of just you know the lower streets, which I assumed the story was going to be set around. Yeah, although it's going to give us a completely different perspective of Star Wars that I don't think we've really seen True. before. Because we've always been in like hero shoot 'em up type things, and then yeah. ca- and like they're like, oh, let's go do this, and then it just happens. Well, this show is about the grunts that make the this happen. Exactly, exactly. And Star Wars really hasn't done that, and it's gonna be interesting to see what they do. And I feel like Kenobi somewhat is gonna be like that too, seeing like the slum streets, like the dark sides that you don't. I think see. so. Yeah, like he has to be like hidden for most of it. Like in Coruscant, going down into like that underground part of Coruscant, like sort of like that, but the entirety of Star Wars. Yeah, I understand that. It's it's really exciting. Um, what's what else are they doing? They're doing Ahsoka, which is just gonna be an Ahsoka show, pretty much. Yeah. Rosario, what are your thoughts on Rosario Dawson's portrayal? I mean, it was pretty good. It was a solid Ahsoka. I believed it. I liked it. Um, I don't... I... I wish we saw more. Yep. Um, but we are getting an Ahsoka series, so I can't complain too much there. The only thing that bothered me, but I've gotten used to it now, but is like Rosario Dawson's like thingy, like the hair thingies. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? They, they're super short. But apparently yeah, it was like but some they had costume. to do that. Yeah, it was like something yeah. they had to do, so I understand and they got as close as they can. 
that's the only that was my only complaint but i think she did a really good job portraying ahsoka and i'm excited yeah to see, no definitely because I, I think ahsoka has become a, such a fan favorite and i'm excited to see ahsoka make the jump to live action and see what what she's done since we last saw her drop like in this heartbreaking clone wars finale yeah i wonder so they said that it was going to be said after the events of what happened in mandalorian so really uh i mean that's like a long story after um we saw her last in rebels like chronologically yeah when uh ezra saved her from uh, pulled her through time and then saved her and she went down the tunnels of the uh sith temple because she's searching for thrawn yeah she's searching for thrawn and i think ezra too probably so thrawn was mentioned in mando yeah that she's like and that oh. was meant to set up her spinoff because she because they're like oh i can't train baby yoda because i have to go search for thrawn yeah and i wonder if they're gonna like stick to thrawn as like being the baddie for like seasons or like first season baddie like thrawn leads, yeah is like, it gonna oh, be a first season baddie he's bad. just like one head like if you if you try to kill if you chop off a head of a hydra two more shall take its place yeah like, is that type of deal so <laughs> it's interesting <laughs> <laughs> um we talked about visions i'm trying to think um lando i am i'm it's a nice surprise. It's a welcome surprise. I wasn't asking for it. I wasn't like not happy. I was happy about it, but I wasn't like, you know, I wasn't expecting slash asking. It wasn't like at the top of my priority, basically. Yeah. I. Uh, but it's definitely a welcome surprise. I'm excited they're, that they're going to have Donald Glover and Billy D. Williams both be on it. Yeah, definitely. I, that's what I was like. Ooh, I'm excited because Donald Glover did a really good job. Solo is uh, is an underrated movie. Yeah, no, it's very much underrated. But I was excited though. Yeah, Donald Glover, not he doesn't get too much appreciation for it. Um, Rangers of the New Republic. I don't know what's going on with that anymore because of the yeah, whole controversy of stuff. Yeah, I was yeah. so excited for it until they put I it on too. Forever Hold. Ah, I I guess we not we won't be able to get it, but we're gonna get the the acolyte. Which is like, yeah. be, I think that's not that's not coming till I think a long time because that's gonna be the. I feel like they're gonna start the High Republic because it's based. On I heard High some Republic. bad rumors about the High Republic. If I'm being honest, no. So, what you hear? Yeah. No. Um. According to uh, an interview with the creative director on the Bad Republic, some of the writers that she hired that had never seen anything Star Wars related. Oh no! They watched them be are they the Game of Thrones season eight writers. Yeah. They wait. They are. No, no, no! It's not them. It's oh. not them. But I, thought, it's... I was just joking. No, no, but it's something like that that's gonna happen. Oh. It's not gonna be good. Like, they're gonna have a ter. They're not gonna know the story too much, and that's very concerning. I really hope that something happens and it it's a miracle, but that sucks. Yeah. Damn, I. That's the main problem. Like, all I want, all I've ever wanted, is I'm weird. I like weird stuff. I want a TV show set in the High Republic. Like I, I want to watch, like the 
the Galactic Republic's version of C-SPAN. Oh, that would be pretty good. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing ever, but that's what I want. I want freaking I want freaking Republic C-SPAN. I don't know why. I just want to see them argue <laughs> with and float around in those things and argue about some arbitrary stuff that is totally like they have because they're bureaucrats. They have no idea what's actually going on. And that'd be great if like Cad Bane's grandfather comes in, like oh just tries to attack everyone, and, see, uh, like to spice up the C-SPAN. But that'd be cool. I, that's what I want to see. That would be pretty. It's good, not going to yeah. happen, but maybe if they've watched C-SPAN, they'll do that. <laughs> I mean, you never know. Yeah, I, you never know. Watching like in like two years, we'll come back and listen to this and be like, "Oh look, Connor got his wish come true. He got C-SPAN." C-SPAN. <laughs> um, and the final thing I think I want to talk about is Mando season three. Oh, um, I am very like concerned because. Baby Yoda is a huge driving force, and are they going to yeah. bring Baby Yoda back? I have absolutely no idea. I, For now, we know that the story is going to revolve around him having the Darksaber and that making him ruler of Mandalore. The only problem is, like, the show is built on Baby Yoda. Yeah, so I'm concerned about the viewership and how the ratings will go now that Baby Yoda is, for, as far as we know, gone. And how that'll affect the sto- the show in any way. The one thing I'm concerned about is that they're going to try, and I hope they don't do this, I hope they don't, but they might try to make like a Luke training Baby Yoda show, but it'd be like CGI Luke, and they don't do a good job with, with CGI. Uh, yeah, so I think that they'll work on it, definitely. If they can work on the CGI, but I don't know if they would do that. Sh- I don't want them to do that kind of show, yeah, to be me honest. Neither. I, I, I think they need to find a way to reintegrate Baby Yoda back into the Mandalorian. Yeah. Whether it be like, uh, say like Mando goes to Mandalore with, like, with Toe. He goes to Mandalore and there's a Jedi Master there who wants to help rebuild Mandalore to its former glory, and also, on the side, will train little baby Yoda, and then this little CGI Luke comes over and says, here you go, kicks into the curb, and there we go. Baby Yoda's back in the life. Yeah. <laughs> there we go, Disney. I, I solved your problem. Solved your problem, Disney. But I am still very excited. I don't know if I'm more excited for Book of Boba Fett or for Season 3 of Mando. I'm, uh, yeah, same. I don't know which one I'd be more. I'm more excited for. They're both really, really pulling at me. Because I absolutely love Ming Na Wen. Yeah, she's. I just think she's such a good actress, and I am so excited to see her get to star in something and not be a side character. I'm really excited. And I love Tamora Morrison. I think he does an amazing job. Yeah. So I guess I'm watching for the like, the cast. The cast is a really good cast, so you can't even blame it. Like you get, you got freaking, you got Mulan. Like how can you go wrong with Mulan? Yeah. Mulan's like, <laughs> she's like freaking badass. And then of course you have Tamora Morrison, who's like 
he is he is yeah. the pets so he's just amazing yeah. you have him but like he's him but then you have like freaking like she pretty much is like a star wars mulan fennec yeah like, if, if you think about it she's like a fighter and like sort of all this other stuff like really cool so i am so excited i'm to very see. excited and i think i heard that like pedro pascal will be in it as like a side character Is yeah he'll probably true? like appear in it I'm think- i don't know i'm thinking he's gonna be like the gina carano to mando where like he'll be in like an episode maybe a couple He's not gonna be the star of it, but he'll definitely be in like yeah. enough where you'll get satisfied. Maybe without his helmet again? Question mark. Maybe, maybe. We'll see. There's only up. I think Star Wars can only go up from here as long as they continue with TV shows. And but if they lose John Favreau or Dave Filoni, I think they should just call it quits. Yeah, they <laughs> really don't have much uh, to they, go from there. They have two creative minds behind Star Wars right now, and I think. That if they keep them, people will be happy. But if they, like, bring anyone else and if the other person's not good or isn't, like, approved by Dave Filoni or John Favreau, they might have issues. But right now, yeah, doing great. Going strong. I cannot wait. Disney needs to stop greenlighting shows, though, because I think there's going to be too many. Cause it we went definitely from, not be good. We went from everyone making fun of Disney Plus for being Mandalorian Plus to... On one day, Disney announced like 37 shows. Everyone's that like, would be terrible. What? Everyone's like, what? What the hell happened? And I hope they don't announce any more because that means they're only do like one season of each. And I'd be like, oh, well, I can't That get... would not be as fun. Yeah. yeah, like I can't get attached. So, I don't know. I feel like you always have to say we'll see because it's true. You can like speculate as much as you want and get excited, but until you see the product you won't yeah, until we know. see it i just batch hope right that now. we get good product yeah we have bad batch right now bad batch is pretty good it's, what's yeah, pretty what's good. next visions i think visions is next yeah it comes out in august if i'm not mistaken yes it um releases i uh, know september september 22nd oh, okay and there's nine episodes of it so that's our next star wars won't be too long of a wait because Bad Batch is insanely long. Oh, yeah, when does it end? And there's like 22, 24 episodes. We're, oh, really? We're in it for the long haul. Oh, no. Um, no, it has 16 episodes in the first season. Really? Yeah. That's it? I thought it was like 20. And we're on... We are on episode uh, 10. We're on 10, so we have... Episode s- 11 comes out tomorrow. Tomorrow? Oh, my God. Tomorrow's, Tomorrow's Friday. Friday. I'm going to be two yeah. behind. Oh, crap. I'm going to be two behind. Gotta get up ahead. Oh, I'm going to have to go watch one right now. Well, thank you so much, OJ, for coming on and talking of Star course. Wars with me. Of course. So we will definitely do it again when more stuff comes. Yeah, for and sure. Alex can be here, and it'll be a three-way nerd fest, and I think it'll be... <laughs> It'll be a little overwhelming for some people, but it'll be fun for us. It'll definitely be fun for us, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, until then, uh, thanks for coming on. We'll definitely of have course, you back. Anytime. And thank you for watching this week of Flash Facts. Next week is our final week. No, next week Alex is back. 
So there won't be any – there may be more guests, but won't be any more of just me and a guest, even though it was very fun. But we'll see you next week for your regularly scheduled hour-long flashbacks where we completely get off topic. So thank you very much for listening. Say bye, OJ. Bye. <laughs>